0: Mastering Life's Adventures begins now. Hi, I'm back. I'm here to talk with Christy Holder, who's a connoisseur of movies. And we've been doing this series of looking at real, R-E-E-L, movie types of life adventures that take place and how they relate to the soul and spiritual directions and that go on in one's life. She's going to be talking about this particular movie on My Brother's Crossing, which we have seen together, and we thought it would be excellent to bring and talk about to seekers to help them to have maybe a better perspective or a different perspective as it relates to what happens when there's tragedy that occurs and what happens when there is even the loss of faith of a pastor. So I'm going to give Christy to summarize the information, and then we'll go through a a summary of different points of the movie. But I invite you to see the movie, which is on Pure Flix, and it's called My Brother's Crossing. So give us some overall view of the movie, and then we'll get into key components of the movie.
1: Well, the overview of the movie is about two people, or actually four people, that have are involved in accidents. A father and son, and a husband and wife. The accident killed the husband and wife, and how that affected the father of the boy, and how he viewed himself, and how he felt others viewed him through that accident. It's like when things occur, when we we think that we cause a tragedy, we have, there's always something called survival's guilt. And that's one of the things that he is going through, along with feeling that it was his fault due to the fact that these two people lost their lives because of him.
0: Yeah, in the process of, it was nighttime, and the two individuals were on a motorcycle. Exactly. that and it ended up that the motorcycle went underneath the truck that he was driving. And it was horrific because, as you are saying, he felt like he, did even though he didn't see it, the, the two individuals on the motorcycle, but he felt like there's a loss of life, two, lo- two, two lives, lives that, that have been lost in the
1: process. I think the lights in which most of us have difficulties at night is the glaring of oncoming traffic, the lights that blind you. So it basically doesn't allow you to see what's happening in front of you. Mm-hmm. All he saw was the lights. Mm-hmm. He didn't realize that it was a motorcycle.
0: So then, interestingly enough, the person who you were talking about in terms of the father was also a pastor. Yes. And That mm-hmm. created some challenges for him being a pastor and the feeling as if he had caused the death of two individuals.
1: Yes, but instead of instead of leaning on his faith, he almost gave up his faith. And if it wasn't for others helping him through that time, he would have lost himself.
0: Yeah, And this is sometimes the challenging of our soul, that our soul can go through certain experiences along like similar to this pasture that it questions its abilities and its faith. And especially if we're not really connected to our soul, uh, it doesn't mean that our soul doesn't exist and it doesn't mean that the experiences that we're going through the soul isn't
1: experiencing as well there's a growth a growing situation for him in the sense of having others rally around him and to pick him up when he was down and I like the saying that she that his wife said devil not today you won't break us today not today and this was his wife when he couldn't say it himself his wife backed him up. It said, two or more gathered in my name, and I'm standing right here next to my husband. So there's two of us, not today.
0: Uh, actually, three then.
1: Huh? <laughs> two, <laughs> two or more gathered in uh, my name.
0: There, there, man, man, you, man. there you are in the midst man, of man. me. Yeah, and it was a, a good sense that even though he was really battling his faith and, and he actually was angry at God, and ask God, why is this happening to me? He had all these individuals at different points come up to say, I love you. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, as he says, stood in front of him and acted like a wall, and gave him the ability until he was able to stand on his own. They helped him to do it, to the fact that the brother of the man that was killed went to court and told the judge or told the officer that was in charge of the accident scene that he wanted to pay the fine. Everybody thought he was crazy, but something in him or a voice, and that voice can always be God, or it could have been his brother, God speaking through his brother's voice, saying, you need to go, you need to pay his fine, and because he did, and being obedient, that obedience made the judge show lenience.
0: And is that the quality of what the soul wants to, for us to be able to garner? That is to be obedient, listening to that inner voice and that inner prompting, that intuition. And so that's our soul prompting, telling us to be able to do something. But sometimes we don't read it right and we, or we go against it. We say, no, I'm going to do it my way versus God's way. And so this was a great example of how he struggled with whether he was going to be obedient to go down to that courthouse or not. He ended up not wanting to be disobedient and wanting to be obedient to what he was being prompted to do. Even though it was a struggle, he still did what was appropriate. And that's what our soul wants us to do. It may be difficult. It may be challenging at times, but are you listening and listening grace being willing to follow the inner promptings of your soul which keeps you on that spiritual path due
1: to that, that that showed that minister god's love through someone else or the forgiveness that he can receive from from the family of the person who died and that forgiveness was gave him the the ability and the okay for him to forgive himself.
0: And that was interesting because truly he was not forgiving himself at all. He felt he was to blame for the loss of those two um, individuals. But forgiveness is also is what our soul want, wants us to do, is that we're not going to always do it right, and there can be some horrific things that happen to us, And that how do we ask for forgiveness for ourselves as well as in the situations or circumstances or the person that you may be dealing with and how that sometimes is real initiation or testing that if God can forgive us, why can't we forgive ourselves and do better?
1: Exactly. Not only that, but by also doing that and listening to God, the people that came into the brother's life. And telling him that gave him the ability, because man was not, a, was not a God-fearing man, was not a churchgoer. He didn't necessarily believe, but his brother told him, you know, just open your heart and pick up that cross and he'll be right there. Due to this tragedy, he was able to pick up that cross and to take on the mantle that his brother had, because his brother was a minister. He now becomes a minister due to that fact, due to his brother's love for God and wanting to help others. The, the one who died said, if I could only just save one. And what he didn't realize what he was saying is that one happens to be in his own family. But it wasn't just one, it was two because it was the one that was in jail that saved him too. Yeah, he had his son was because of which they don't talk about uh, in
0: the movie was was in jail uh, and serving a sentence, which we don't know all of that about. But we do know that through the movie that what his father did, which is Bob, we call him Bob, what Bob was able to do and who was the person who lost his life in the motorcycle accident actually touched so many different lives in so many different ways that it inspired his brother, as you're talking about, allowed Tom to be able to strengthen him in ways that would have never been known to him, to Tom. Even the fact, because as you are saying, he wasn't a God-fearing man and actually didn't want to go to church. But when he was doing a training, for his particular job and with the firefighters in the room, he had a person who was younger who came up to him and asked him some questions. And Tom started sharing about him what had his wife, who, who had the faith, was able to be able to give him strength in the things that he needed to do and get him through some difficult times. And this young man said, I don't have anyone like that. And then it ended up being
1: said, so, "Well, I will pray for you. Will you allow me to pray for you?" And as he started to pray for one, they all came in, and then he had to change from one to all and asking God to protect all of them. He was a firefighter at one time, and so was his brother. He understood where the young firefighter was coming from in the sense of being scared and how do you do your job even though you are afraid for your life. So that that was the start of his ministry because he didn't realize that he could do that. It surprised him so much that he had to go home and tell his wife, it's like, I actually prayed for somebody today. Then the minister at the raceway told him that this is not about you. You may not understand that right now, but just remember, this is not about you. And basically what it was telling him, this is about God that God, allowing God to speak through you to reach others. And between him and, because his last name was Clark. C.J. Clark. C.J. Clark and Bob Clark, Bobby Clark, which were brothers. And then the minister came together and started a ministry together, doing speaking engagements and telling their story. Because it went viral when he paid for the pastor's fine, which ended up being five dollars, which shocked everybody. That got the the ball rolling, yeah.
0: But I just want to make a point of there because, and then talk about the ball moving forward with that. Because when they were on, when we're in that courtroom, and then the um, CJ, let's take away Tom. <laughs> when CJ um, came in and approached the bench, along with
1: the officer, the officer, and the, um, the his lawyer, who wanted to prosecute to the greatest extent of the law, they wanted manslaughter, a vehicle of manslaughter. CJ would say, "What? N- n- no, no, I want to pay his fine. I want to. I want to do what I need to do." to take this burden off of him. And so when they got up to the judge and the lawyer asked the judge to downgrade the charges to, what was it? uh, Reckless driving. Reckless driving. The judge looked at him like, what? (laughs) Wait a minute. this This was manslaughter. What do you mean reckless driving? And then it got down to that. And then when CJ stood up and says, well, Whatever his fine is, I want to pay his fine. And Judge looked at him like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, okay, I'm this this case okay, we're done. Here's a fine. Case closed. Go home. <laughs> yes. When they got outside to, to the bail and wanted to pay the fine, CJ gave his credit card and so the lady took his credit card and ran it off. And then when he got it back, he looked as like they said, Well, how much was the fine? He said, Five dollars. <laughs> Everybody said, What? It's like, yeah, five dollars. So even even the even the judge realized that this was an accident. The family was willing to forgive the pastor, and if the if the family can forgive the pastor, Who is he to say, no, we need to charge you more?
0: Right. And the pastor was there crying because of not only just relief, but also of the mercy of God. How merciful that God was because his wife was there praying for the best outcome that could occur in the situation. They weren't a wealthy family to have to pay any type of fine. And they had to pay for lawyers to, to move through this. But it really shows you the act of walking by faith, not by sight. Mm -hmm. Walking by faith and knowing that God is, as you are obedient, as you were saying earlier, as you are, are, you know, they were obedient to the prompting. CJ was obedient to the prompting. And your soul is obedient to the promptings or the intuition that's given to you. You're walking more of a Christic-like life. And so that gives you grace that comes back to you in unknown ways and abundantly you saw this was my brother's crossing was about the abundance of how god works in
1: mysterious ways
0: to the point
1: of the clark family becoming best friends of the pastor's family and then now joining the pastor's congregation and how it all brings everyone together now Due to that fact, and you can actually put that to what's happening today, all right? And to see what's happen- to happening today and how people are blowing things out of proportion and they're forgetting about the other half, the other side, or the forgiveness, or the grace, or the love that God has for all of us, and they take it to the extreme of hatred and wanting revenge and doing harm to others for something that was an innocent accident. Right, exactly. And I, I think
0: when you're talking about bringing it you know, up to the present day, this was really an issue around not race because the pastor was African-American and CJ's family was white And they actually saw past the color issue and then looked into the heart. It was really, truly a blessing to see that love was the alchemical key. That love is the alchemical key that helps to be able to move past these looking at what you are and what I am.
1: They're looking at the outer Mm -hmm. instead of looking at the inner. And they were able to see the inner of both sides and come together as a cohesive unit that I think this unit will stay together for quite some time, if not forever, because of how they now have melded together family to family and faith to faith.
0: Yeah, and over a tragic situation comes so much more in terms of what God could use to work through these individuals that wouldn't have happened otherwise. It also moves them into you know, working together at a youth ministry, and helping the youth to be able to understand how these particular tragic situations have led to a greater openingness of heart, mind, and soul. And they're working together with each other and seeing you can transcend tragic situations. You can transcend them if there is prayer for (laughs) this. So by praying, by praying and by being always trying to be in God's grace and doing the best you can and then also praying and knowing that God has a plan, God has a direction for each one of our lives, but we also have to be in alignment with being in listening grace, in listening when God is trying to tell us something. What do you think about that?
1: I think that, you know, that was a clear a clear understanding, a clear vision of that for this movie, in the sense of of both sides were trying to listen to what was needed. One was unable to hear, so it went to his wife. And one was not willing to hear, so it went to his niece, Because his niece was the first one to forgive. She's the one who made the call. She's the one that got the ball rolling. And he was at first saying, wait a minute, what do you mean you forgive him? I want this and I want that, you know, towards the pastor. And she was saying, why, when it was an accident? He says, do you want to prosecute or do you want to persecute?" persecute? Yeah, and got the ball rolling. And then the whole family got involved, which was really, really kind of cool to see
0: and I think that's a quality of the, of the Holy Spirit in some ways, bringing all, because yeah. the Holy Spirit is love. And so that the more that we can be able to understand those qualities and different nuances of love and what we may need to do with certain situations that happen to us, whatever they may be, like that cloak and, cloak and water that I sometimes talk about. Or like the skateboard and just slowing things down and seeing. And that's what happened in this case. They slowed things down to see things that were going on and how God was working in their lives. Or do they need to kind of be the trampoline, bouncing on the trampoline, seeing something higher and something greater? And that's what the women were in in these men's lives. They were on the trampoline seeing something higher and holding that, that higher vision in terms of on the Walker family side with his uh, wife. And on and the, the pasture, um, Clark and on the pasture side with his wife, who's very prayerful, trying to hold that immaculate view, trying to hold the greater good and, or the higher meaning or purpose to what was going on in this particular situation, in this
1: particular movie. So it's, it's a, it's a great movie to watch. I mean, it's, it's what I consider one of those movies that you want to keep. Because there's so much in it, you can watch it multiple times and get something different out of it each time.
0: Excellent. I'm going to ask you how you want to, if kind of how you think about ending in our time together, in terms of that. What you want to leave the seeker with, in terms of your thoughts about this movie, as this kind of a summary. But the other point that I, I think is very valid in this situation is, we can be anxious, we can be angry, we can be sad, we can be mad. There can be so many different emotions, but the soul wants us to see past all that and to be able to see what is
1: God trying to do here. Come up a little bit higher. Mm Mm-hmm. Say, come up a little bit higher and transcend the lower anger, fear, revenge, and come up a little bit higher and see the faith, the love, and the charity that is always there. Okay? The saying goes... Three things were given, faith, love, and charity, and the, the most, the, the largest or the best gift of all is a gift of charity because the gift of charity is a gift of love. Mm-hmm. And basically that's what they did, is that they were charitable to him and which given through that opened the door for love, God's love, okay? Not necessarily man's love, but God's love for all involved.
0: Mm-hmm. So thank you for your thoughts about this movie, On My Brother's Crossing. And interesting enough, because of the loss of his brother, which is the Clark family. I keep on saying Walker. So thank you for those last comments, Christy. The name of the movie is My Brother's Crossing. It actually became truly because of the loss of the brother and two two people that he decided to, to name his ministry. My Brother's Crossing, which had so many different significance and reasons of why they wanted to call the ministry moving forward, which has transformed his life in so many different ways. And just as, as we get and walk our spiritual path, we become some transformed in maybe ways we have never thought about. But because we're walking that path, God brings to us those individuals that are going to be helpful to us to walk through whatever condition we find ourselves in. Something to think about. Thank you. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me for this episode on Mastering Life's Adventures, being your best self through soul evolution. If you have enjoyed what you've heard today, I would be delighted if you would share this episode with others. Leave a thumbs up and subscribe to my Mastering Life's Adventures podcast. Look forward to your joining the next episode. Please leave any comments or suggestions you might have below. Bye for now.